Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome back, welcome friends, welcome one and all, welcome Hi. listeners, Hi. welcome Sips, Hi. welcome P-Flax, <laughs> welcome P-Flax's wife, what? and dog if you're listening. Okay. Why my wife and dog? <laughs> welcome sure. Sips' wife and dog. She listens, She's a, She's a. Is, is she still a, an avid uh, listener of the podcast? No, she no, stopped. She gave up. Well, I mean, she, she'd listened to like a hundred episodes. Got too fucking real, that's why, right? <laughs> she just, like, Once we she started like, talking about a street fighting woman, street fighting woman, she was like, they're talking about me on the podcast again, this is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. No, she uh, she stopped commuting because of COVID, oh. um, and she set herself a goal, she found this thing it was a list of a thousand albums that were, were considered like the best those are albums. Fun. And, yeah, I like doing those. And uh, she's been wow, working her way through them. Cool. She's up to the 1970s. She's she's about, I think she said, she. I mean, obviously you've got the whole of the 80s, the whole of the 90s, the noughties and the 2010s. So oh, she's yeesh. got four decades still to go. She was like, yeah. I am about a third of the way through. I'm, I'm getting through it. I was like, yeah, but love, this is going to take you into the new year. Like, this is so much listening. So it's good. she was it's kind of good, good project. Yeah, I know. But she was kind of down. I like how you're trying to put her off. No, no, no. You, the, my point you, was, she was, was like, yeah, I'm almost through it. This is a lot of things to listen to. I'm not sure you're up for it. You know, your yeah. ears will fall I think off. it's going to get tough in like this sort of like 2000s onwards because I'm not sure that like, I mean, I'm sure that albums steps. were reviewed well too Robbie Williams it feels it feels like a couple of decades of like singles right like and not so much focus on albums I guess I mean yeah. the cardigans there's a load of good stuff actually in 2000 the strokes so um <laughs> the strokes that's it yeah you know there's a couple a of good bands in there's the 2000s the strokes okay anyway moving green on day. <laughs> anyway. green day anyway uh, yeah, green day big <laughs> 2000s band yeah starting in the 90s the biscuit uh so maybe my my music tastes a bit bit 90s do you do can you get her to do like a little one sentence review of each album that she no. listens to and keep it oh track? So I would love to no, have an insight. Be great, actually. She's so already thirty-three percent of the way through. Yeah, just well, leave her but to it. She skipped all the sixties. Who cares? No, you know she I mean? didn't. I'm not worried she about that. No, you can't it. skip the sixties. The sixties were such an important decade for Musical music. time. Yep, for sure. Like what? Like, like Elvis. What was in the 60s? Was what Beatles? was in the 60s? Oh, the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, it's huge. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Who, all of those bands, you know, I mean, like a huge And then the setup for all the big bands of the 70s as well, yeah. right? The 60s was massive. Is yeah. it like watching the first episode of Star Wars? Do you know what I mean? In your, <laughs> in your canonical... Is it like reading Lord of the Rings to set you up for, you know, the Wheel of Time or whatever, you know, the well, next big fantasy? Well, I think it's just the, the, the you know, the, the decade... I, I feel like the 70s were a harder music wise, right? Like it was, um, you know, after you had like uh, the, the sort of love of the 60s, the hippies and, the, and, and, and drugs and stuff, everything just sort of got stripped down to its bare bones and it was just more 
drugs <laughs> and <laughs> even no, harder no, drugs yeah, yeah was, and then harder drugs and then uh therefore maybe harder music as well it wasn't i, as I feel like the the 70s obviously you had prog rock was a big thing yeah um, the end of the 70s you had like punk and stuff is that leather well. jackets oh yeah leather jackets into leather jackets with studs and mohawks yeah and then everyone just went all brown yeah i mean you had the the start of of metal started really in the 70s and then in the 80s you had like hair metal and that kind of stuff and and really heavy metal uh uh, in the 70s and 80s i mean then into the 90s is when you the the late 80s should be like the birth of early rap music well Um, the late 80s was the birth of sort of like uh alternative as well right because i think you had all the hairspray bands that people were sick of and that right. sort of ushered in your sound gardens nirvanas right. and you know whatnot and it was like that sort of like anti anti that right it was yeah. like the late 80s diy sort of punk stuff and everything and everything as and then well the birth of shoegazing and uh that kind of music um, yes yeah, yeah. Your it's, radio uh, it's interesting and, how it yeah. uh it transforms but again as i said yeah, before yeah. uh you know, guitar-based music as a, a, a mainstream thing that loads of people listen to is is dead. Sadly, it's all it's all mumble rap and uh, dance music. <laughs> it's not. It's, it can't be all that bad. But it, I mean, it is that bad. It's a, the, pro- the the problem is, is we're older, and there, there's you 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 get stuck in you get locked into like what you listen to in a lot of in a lot of uh, ways unless you're really into music and you're like a, a critic or like somebody who reviews music and listens to a lot of music and and subjects themselves to a lot of different music or whatever i think for the well, average person you're you're, you're locked into weird. what you listen to when you were that, that's in not your my teens. point my point is that that stuff is not popular anymore well, the, but the, that I, is not what the average person is listening to but a lot of that stuff wasn't like always that popular either we just you just liked some of it so no, it felt dude. like it was it was no, popular no, no. there was are you tons telling of me stuff that you you two one of the most successful bands of all time yeah who are still fucking touring i'm not I've, specifically I, I saying about this on, that on stream about a few YouTube. times where but where is the replacement <laughs> where is the next you two or even like bands like the red hot chili peppers and stuff like that who were massive yeah. the yeah. guys doing this music are older than us well now yeah, this they is are. good right. yeah. this is good right that there aren't mega mega hits that are the only thing you know it's good that we don't have only got three tv channels anymore do you know what I mean like it's nice to have a variety of choice so that you can pick what you want i realize that that has all this whole variety of choices also led to the disastrous echo chambers of earthers flat earthers and you know <laughs> well, the climate deniers sure. but also think about how much choice you have like look at my I think I obviously I have like I do the Discover Weekly on Spotify. I've been doing it for years, and I, I love listening to random. He loves shit. his Discover Weekly. This guy he does loves um, it. Is this? And, I, I listen to that on Spotify as well. Uh, I listen to the, the, the trash, indie sure. the indie thing that, that chucks up new indie music, and sometimes there's some good stuff in All there. Right, well, tell me what name. Like, if you go in, get, go into it now, and tell right, me what your on. liked songs are. What you're like? What so? Well, like for example, I liked a song yesterday called power snake okay. <laughs> nice which is about like jawmonger the, the big worm in nordic mythology by right. a band called emblas saga who only sing about like norse r- metal <laughs> rock right? I, it's but so different nowadays mythology. Though. just coming back to it's what Flax was saying who's going to replace you too it's the the, the 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 stage isn't the same as it was when you two were at their absolute height i'm sure they're still touring and stuff 
um, and they're probably still as popular or whatever. But it, the world is just so different to when you're right. That actually. band people are listening to the the radio and like the way music is consumed is who different. Who was a, who was able to find uh, the for 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 longer the the worm god music? Like it was impossible to find before you had these communities on the internet and the and the the connectivity that we have now you you were at the mercy of like a fan magazine that you might be lucky enough to come across at some point or even know existed in the first place like it was really hard to discover music you know like uh, back then and you were you were sort of sort of spoon fed what was destined to be big from like heavy radio play and stuff. But but nowadays because of this, I mean, Pandora was the original way to like associate music with other music, right? Where you would find similar stuff, right? So you pick it, you, the whole point of Pandora back in the day was that you type in something you like and it would throw up other things and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, I do like these. It was kind of this much easier way to just, like, you know, it used to be that all these heavy metal bands had to have this indecipherable font, you know, where oh, yeah. we you can't read what the fuck they're called um, because you're like, oh, I like this metal band maybe i'll like this one you know and sometimes there was an opportunity to listen to it in the store or you know or whatever wear those big headphones but mostly not yeah right you had to kind of hear it somewhere especially if you like niche music you know you had to just rely on nme or some review site telling some you know yeah. paper magazine sure. telling you what was good right yeah and 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 so yeah my but now my recommendations kind of lead me down because i got to like you know norse rock from um kind of more like other uh, like well from because i'm listening to like a load of dwarven like um mining songs and stuff because right. the thing is diggy hole is on my spotify right just right. occasionally and so that links into these other because there's a because windrows who are that metal band yeah did the cover of that, that popped up there's loads YouTube, of other YouTube recommendations the there's loads day. of other dwarf kind of rockers so there's like fantasy fantasy metal so i've got like a band called beast in black what a band that? there was that band Blood that was Bound. on eurovision that year as well what are they called like lordy or loki lordy exactly yeah and there's there's tons and tons and tons of these things and like i don't know whether some metal. of them i feel like dragon force are kind of like fantasy metal but as I, well. I don't know whether these are as much real bands as just a guy making music in like a fucking shack in like the frozen north of melmo or somewhere do you know oh, what i mean sure, but again it's different though I mean the the tools available now, like like digital tools that are available now, like feasibly one person can make exactly. It's, um, it's like the music that it used to take three four people to, to make. Like I, I ordered this um, burrito the other day from Deliveroo, and oh, yeah. I realized they they didn't even have like a location. They they just they just it's just a guy's house, you know that he he just makes them and you know or they've got a little kitchen in there and they they only do it on Deliveroo now. So right. it's like stuff like that. Like this, you can have a metal band that seems like a really cool metal band. With pictures of guys and stuff, but they yeah. maybe just stock artists, you know. Maybe he's yeah, just you might hired someone on Fiverr or whatever to yeah. dress up and put makeup on. And you know, I think the the internet is at a point where I could be like a huge fan of this metal band, but then find out that they don't exist. But it doesn't matter because I guess the point is that I'm not a huge fan of them because I I don't actually know their name. Weirdly, looking at this liked songs list, I obviously like these songs, then instantly forget what the band's called and instantly forget what the name of the song is. And it's just then it's just in my yeah. list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I such think, a weird uh, time. I think the, the era, that, that's kind of my point, is that the era of the big band and the big album is gone, isn't it? And it seems to be like, if you look at the artists, that seems to be the thing. And they have to be 
uh, it's bit, yeah, photogenic it's, it, and they have to be very good at social media. They have to be able to project an image. And it's I think that the 80s gave us that. And it's just lingered, in all honesty. Like, it's the, all the, very, I feel very, very cynical about it all, in all honesty. Oh, yeah, you're totally It goes right. in cycles it, as well. Like, we'll probably do another sort of like, um, I don't know. like Purge. Not, not purge, but. Let's have a purge. Like, a, just, just, just like a shake up to the norm. Just everything sort of thing. on fire. You know, like ah! whatever. <laughs> Because there's still so many big pop bands, like manufactured pop bands. There's lots of big singles that come out all the time that stay oh, in the charts forever. hundred percent right. And especially in countries like Korea, where they yeah. are actually actively manufacturing these exportable, hit, you know, music videos and sounds, yeah. you know, which are very yeah. catchy and very designed to tap into things that we've heard before, but are slightly different and appeal to like a uh, an audience, a specific audience, and also like. I think SEO more than anything, you know, especially on Spotify, like, you know, these tracks need to sound uh, similar enough and have a name that's similar enough that people will think, oh, yeah, that sounds like the kind of music that sounds like branding themselves is so important, more important than ever. In fact, yeah. you know, I, it's, it must be very hard to to kind of not to like break out. It's like it's like in the, on the Apple on 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 Apple, you know, I was reading a Reddit thread where people were talking about, oh, you know. The best iOS games, but I feel like the iOS games are either languishing in obscurity or making billions, you know, because it's the same shit on there. It's balloons and the fucking Minecraft, and and it's the same shit. <laughs> the I, I swear Minecraft. to God, gardenscapes yeah. and all this shit that I looked at like fucking, you know, five years ago when I was on my my phone, looking at charts. It's all still the same shit. It's like, how do you break out on iOS unless you've got someone at Apple in your back pocket willing yeah. to like, you know, put you up on the fucking featured editors feature games list i don't know it's like it's so weird to it's such a weird kind of and and every game on store has to be called something like fucking you know battle force of war or do you know what i mean like none of those games are designed to to actually be fun which is kind of depressing a lot of the games also have to put like stupid shit in their title yeah you know it's you can often tell a game on steam that's been ported from ios because it will have some fucking ios title Hmm. do you know what i mean it's like so weird i think Um, um, i think like i i i partially agree flax with like the what you're saying about the the era of like the big band or whatever i i feel like it's probably unlikely that a, a band like you two is gonna come around again you know like a, a couple of like uh like mid 20 something guys with long hair and tight pants on that you know started playing songs in a pub or whatever and then uh conquered the world like i i feel like probably those days are gone i don't know maybe there'll be like a resurgence or like some sort of comeback but it's just been replaced with something different but like the scale is 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 bigger than ever right like right like these a lot of these like manufactured doing a mega concert. A lot of these yeah. manufactured groups, like Lewis is saying, like in Korea or 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 elsewhere across like the West and stuff like that, are just as just as big, oh, yeah. if not bigger, than they've ever been. Well, and then and like you still have hologram. the old the old big bands that are that are still making a killing, touring all the time. They still they're, they're still out there touring and making a ton of money off of you know um, sold out stadiums and merch and and everything else. Like um, I don't know, it's like like that. That, that Japanese pop star who's the fucking hologram. What's her name? Hatsune Miku. Do you know, she's actually manufactured, literally. She's a, a voice synthesis software that's got, you know, got a fucking like an got avatar. A huge com- corporate company behind right, her yeah. doing literally concerts in front of millions of people. Yeah. 
It's it's mental. Anyway, I want to hear what's on your Spotify uh, P flex. I don't know how to find out. You could click liked songs. If you just, you got, just got 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 I don't I don't tend to just like songs. I add oh, them to a, I add them to a I, playlist. I don't like songs. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't click <laughs> like on anything. Who does that? I don't know. I do because it puts them in a. I got. Of, I've I got think... made for sips. I've got like daily mix one, daily okay. mix what's, two. What's your What's your made for? Because they'll be slightly different genres as well. Those. There'll two. be all sorts on here. Yeah. Okay. My daily mix one is um. There's uh, a whole bunch of Credence Clearwater Revival on it. Uh, <laughs> That's the, the Beatles, a, Steely Dan, Marmalade, uh. the Rolling Stones, uh, the Kinks. Um, man, Jimi Hendrix, George Harrison. I guess I just like listen to a lot of uh, older music one day. It's or whatever, very like I don't rock, even. It's very rock. Uh, yeah, old I rock. don't. I don't really listen to a, a lot of this stuff. I think it's just probably taken two or three bands that I had listened to, and then just sort of made recommendations off the back of those Led Zeppelin. My my playlist that I've got is songs that I like, or like if I hear a song, um, let's say. Uh, I'm, I'm just letting Spotify play through a, the Daily Mix stuff and I hear a song I really like or I'm watching a TV show and it pops up or I, it's in the background of a video or I just remember it. Like my friends uh, the other day sent me a, a song I hadn't heard in, in ages, uh, which I stuck on my classics playlist which is for older tunes that i would consider fit into so this has got crosby's... i thought you were gonna say older gentlemen no this has got crosby stills and nash steely dan jerry rafferty yeah uh, tom petty and the heartbreakers it's even got a dire Straits song on here which 20 years ago i would have thought was impossible to happen pink floyd it's got pearl jam Wait, what here. dire Straits song Mac. is it because some some are some are better than others it's for sure, money right? for nothing which, oh, uh, yeah. that's a pretty good song. That's that okay. a pretty good one. But it's got yeah. like King Crimson and Heart and bands like that. Yeah, that's it's the very, old school it's stuff. Very right? pure money. Okay. Very pure song, isn't it? Money for my. Okay, so my, my daily mix two is so unbelievably different to my daily mix one. Uh, it's just uh, my daily mix two is is all hip hop basically. But you don't make your own oh list, is what God, I'm saying. No, like, but it's just... No, but I'm amazed that Spotify understands that you love both country, folky, southern rock yeah. from the late 60s, but also you like hip-hop. Yeah, and then you get to Daily Mix 5 and it's like the Beach Boys. <laughs> what? It, it, oh, it's, it's, it's all over the place. The AI starts going like so loopy you don't at that have point. like a playlist that's... That you add songs to no you no just let it play i, I, stuff I usually listen to like i do like artist radio a lot so like i'll listen to a song that i feel like listening to and then i'll just do like uh, radio from that song or radio on that artist and then you get right. spotify just feeds in stuff that yeah. is related to it or that other people have liked after listening to that or, or whatever you know they have their algorithms or, or whatever and usually it's pretty good sometimes i skip songs if like um, you know, if a song's not doing it for me or whatever, I'll just skip. But I don't find I've really discovered any new music through any of those. You know what I mean? Like I haven't, hmm. I haven't heard anything that's that I've liked enough to be like, well, who's this? Um, like, oh, maybe I should go listen to an album or whatever. Like my, the way I discover music is usually from reading about music. You know, like I'll read about a band that I'm into. And then it'll say, you know, they were really heavily inspired by 
this other band or whatever. Oh, so you don't mean new music. You mean music that's new to you. Yeah. So, well, either way. Yeah. Music that's new to me or, or new mu- music. Both. Like I, I, yeah. I, I rarely discover new music that, that I, I want to listen to sort of thing, you know, like it's just, I, I listen to a lot, quite a lot of new music. And if I like it, I stick it on my playlist. And right. Uh, we're up to 128 songs now. That's just, that's on the, the main playlist that if I, if I'm driving somewhere and I want to n- guarantee that the songs that come on are ones I actually like. I stick well, that on. Well, the it's, thing it's about a big, that is big old mix. It's got all kinds driving of driving music. Very different to chilling music. Very different to focusing music. Very different to like you know. I don't. Playing I don't Dota play music, music to focus. I can never do that. I can't. Oh. I, I. I. I have to have silence if I'm focusing. And, well, right. And then music for if I'm doing something boring that I have to do, like driving. I like music in the car, for sure. I always oh, yeah. listen to well, podcasts in the car are good as well. That's a good time to listen to podcasts. I don't know. I, I always found that podcasts, I found it hard to make out on in the car. You just rack Any, it up, mate. Rack it anyway, right up. Anyway, we're all different. Uh, I know some people was like, don't use Spotify, use some other thing, and blah, blah, blah. And always, because, you know, they always complain that the Spotify premium ads and stuff. But the thing is, like, for music on Spotify, obviously all the bands get paid. If you put a Spotify, a podcast on Spotify, um, we don't get any money from that. We only get money from ads. So that's why, even if you have Spotify premium, you still see ads on the podcasts because that's the only way podcasts can monetize right on spotify but it comes through spotify's platform so it should be kind of organized by them anyway i don't think spotify make it clear that when you sign up to premium you still get ads in podcasts anyway that's on them but i just thought i'd let you know because a few people have been complaining about that and i'm sorry about it but if you want to listen ad free we do have a patreon where we put stuff and we haven't been updating it very well but we're going to make it better uh, and obviously, you can always listen on YouTube as well, where it will be YouTube ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be some you. ads. Yeah, there um, will be ads. But that's because nobody likes ads. I, I think it's that's just unfortunately that's just how it works at the moment, and I'm sure it'll change and be different. And if you want us to use a different platform, fucking let us know. Like just just tell us. Hell yeah. Just complain. Yeah. We we I see we see your complaints and we 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 raise you. Uh, please just keep complaining because it helps us be better. I always look at complaints and I'm like, oh shit, I want to be better. Um, that's generally my response to a user complaint uh, directed at me. Right. And we do read Reddit and Twitter and, you know, and if you make a comment, because someone will post on, on, there'll be like one comment in reply to me tweeting out the new podcast and it's a complaint and I'm like, all right, okay. And it's like, we do see this stuff and we we, we do want to talk to you. So I think we might try and have some Q&As and stuff on the Patreon and and maybe do a special episode or something. Anyway, we're thinking about it, but uh, since we're talking about Spotify, I thought I might as well chuck that in in the middle of the podcast so half the audience are not going to pay attention. But uh, did you hear in the news this week, um, which I thought was interesting, was the Soviet chess champion who was suing Netflix yes. over a single line of dialogue she, she in <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. And in this, this one line, the one line that said, so-and-so was a, a female player, but she never played against men. And she's livid uh, right. that uh, that this uh, slander has been Well, she got mentioned, persist. you see. Yeah, by name. They mentioned her by name. Yeah, and they said she'd never played against men. Of course she had. And yeah. so I think that it was obviously a part of a dramatic situation, but they could have just changed her name. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Beth Harmon wasn't a real chess player. Right. And, and the guys you know, she was playing against weren't real either, were they? Like a lot of the, the names? No, the I, names? I, don't, I don't think so. I think they, they did j- j- reference some big chess famous chess players i'm sure you know 
when they were talking about moves and oh, this is something Bobby Fischer did or whatever. But right, maybe maybe, maybe they didn't even do that because it was set back in the day before all of these quite quite a lot of the modern people are well known. So anyway, I I don't know how you felt about that, but I thought it's quite funny because we're obviously big fans of of that show. I don't know whether you thought she had a point. See, I like, when I first started watching it, I thought that the whole thing was was real for like the first I don't know, like half of the the first episode. I was like, right. I, I I thought it was based on a real person like everything like because i hadn't really read much about it and i didn't really know much about it and i thought right. i thought i heard somebody say that it was like you know based on somebody or so i just assumed that it was right and then but when it's I, obviously it's uh it's it's a sort of set in an era when obviously that yeah. was a thing when chess was of course played and yeah everything. i mean it's not there's not none of it's so far-fetched that it's like unbelievable right but like but then but then why hughes a real person's name dropped in the mix there yeah yeah um I don't know. I guess like, it just sort of... It's not like it adds of... authenticity for the casual Netflix viewer because I hadn't heard of it. They could have... Like you said, you didn't even know this was fictional. Yeah. So why use a real name? Because it's not like you're going, oh, they didn't even reference so-and-so. This <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem realistic at all. It's like, I don't know any of these players' names. Yeah. So they could have just made a name up. So I think her point is, if you're going to put me in there, you've at least got to fucking be accurate. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder whether it's just the case, though, of some writer or someone along the line. Because obviously net, the whole thing was re- based off this book by Walter Tevis, who was mm-hmm. this science fiction writer who did a lot of other stuff. But I read a couple of his books recently, interestingly, because I got them cheap in a local bookshop. Um, and I, I thought they, I thought it was pretty good. And I wonder whether he had just had that line in his book or it, someone had read it somewhere on the internet and not fact-checked it. But I wonder how many... I think I think you have a duty of fact-checking if you are going to put real people in it, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I can see how they could slip through the net and upset people, you know, because it's just obviously just a throwaway line, isn't it? But it does sort of establish her as this standout sort of character, right? That she's the, she's unique or special or, you know, different or somehow, mm. you know, so that that is, you know, the first one. Um, when it, it kind of, because she's fictional, it kind of does belittle. I think you, it, you, the danger of, I guess, the Queen's Gambit is that some, a lot of audience will think this is real, and a real biography of a real person is kind of usurping the the achievements of this um, Russian Nona Gap. Gaprindash Vili, who is not actually Russian, she's Georgian, um, right. but she was even. I think that's what she's also unhappy with. You know, they called her Russian, and oh, right. I think if you're Georgian, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. Although I guess at the time, you know, it was all part of you know the USSR, right? So it was probably probably you know what what did they prefer to call her a Soviet? I don't know. Um, um, yeah, I guess they would have been right. She's she's Georgian though, like and. She was angry about the fact that they said that she was Russian. She was like, I'm not Russian, I'm Georgian. So I think it's a bit well, like, maybe if you said be, someone mm. was English and they were Scottish, they'd, it's, it, maybe it's a similar kind of thing where they go, oh, how yeah. dare you, you know. They should have said British instead. Yeah, yeah I, I, could, I can see how this stuff happens. It's just laziness or rushing or a lack of care. But, you know, obviously it's upset her. And, you know, what other effects has it had? We I don't, don't think it is. She, she, she's asking for five million bucks, though, or something like that. I'm <laughs> well, thinking, you know I what, don't though? think that, that there's been a loss of earnings to the but tune of five million dollars. Is Georgia for... one of these places, though, where you have to negotiate really hard for everything? <laughs> you think it's like <laughs> a haggling thing? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we started at five million for this slander. <laughs> about, uh, my, my client's just playing history and uh, maybe we negotiate. Okay, how about we apologize? Six million. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I love that. I think that's that. I think that is how it works. Um, I love. I love. I love those uh, shows where you do see someone 
in one of these marketplaces in Morocco or wherever, where it's just this, the, the market stall, people literally are excited for the haggly bits of oh, the day, you know, it. and they get very disappointed. They almost like, if you don't want to haggle, they're like, no, 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 we haggle now. We haggle. It's I'm not going to charge you that yeah, much. I thought it would be really fun to haggle when I was in Egypt in like 2005 and uh, we got a taxi um, from like the city to this other part of the city. And we were like, oh, okay, this is going to be great. We're going to haggle the price. Like there's no set price or whatever. And the guy was just like, he just, he, he knew that we were just incapable of haggling and just was just like, he would not budge. And like, I didn't know how to make him budge. I was like, come on, we'll give you like 20. He's like, no, no. Like, and he was getting <laughs> annoyed as well you could tell like he was just, that's a tactic he was super annoyed yeah. and but i don't i'm not i don't know how to play the game so i was just like well i think um, you have to haggle before getting in the taxi right i was, what, I was just disappointed I, I thought it would be fun and it wasn't fun and then i just gave him what he asked for and uh you know <laughs> that's how you haggle left. my friend i just thought well, that's how fuck you this it's not like well it's not like in the movies you know like i didn't but you don't have know that whether suave the situation sorta... is a haggling one that's the, the problem you know you can't go into dixon's and start haggling. well i feel like in in egypt when we went every situation was a potential haggle situation um because they're just the way that they're they work day to day, and uh, I think the way that they they treat to, like tourists or even what they perceive as tourists. I mean, like we went to um, we went to like a shopping um, mall, which was odd. Um, and somebody held the elevator door open for us. We got in, and he's like, "Tip, please." I was like, "What, really?" And then I I like I didn't even try to haggle with them because I thought, well, this is pointless because like we just had the taxi incident. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Here, just like have have some have some money. <laughs> they just they I marked so you somehow. Off. They put a little bit of chalk on your sleeve or something that you were a <laughs> chalk chump. On you know? The old chalk on the sleeve trick. Man, I just yeah. like I was annoyed because I'm not used to it. You know, like I'm not used to it's tough people asking for for tips like you like at a restaurant or or a bar or whatever. I'm used to, but not nowhere else. You know, like when, when we went. On uh, on honeymoon to Bali, it's there's it's all haggling out there, but it's also a country where the people of Bali are unbelievably poor. Yeah, of course, and then you yeah. have these incredibly wealthy hotels uh, slapped down there for tourists from America and a lot from Australia um, coming out there with all their money. And you go to these little markets and stuff like that, and you can buy you know local fabric sort of clothing and oh, things yeah. like that. I'm there and I'm haggling because everybody's haggling. But I, when I, I do the calculation in my head about how much I'm haggling for, I'm like saying, 8p, don't be ridiculous, I'll give you 4p. And then <laughs> after a while, I was like, just give him the fucking money he gets. Yeah. So I, I just paid whatever they asked because I felt so awful that I was haggling about what to me was like pocket change and to them was like a decent take for the day if they make five bucks, you know? And there would be people running alongside the coach with these huge carved horses that's like a full-sized horse carved from mahogany. And they're like, a dollar, mister, I'll give it to you for a dollar. And you're like, nah, maybe 25 cents. Uh, you know, it's like, fucking just give them the money. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But my cynical brain instantly goes to like, I recognize that mahogany horse. You bought those like in bulk from China, didn't you? And they've got like a warehouse down the road, <laughs> oh, with, like no. 10,000 of them. Do you know what I mean? Shipped in. You're, you're one of those. I don't know. You call them out on their bullshit. You're trying to fix the world when you're on I vacation. I don't reckon in any. I've I've seen this though, like, like, because like, I watched this thing about how, because when I was in Rome, there were loads of these people giving up, you know, that bracelet thing we talked about where they yeah. put a little bracelet on you and then sort of, you know, say it's yours, you've, you bought it. and it's, Oh, yeah, yeah. And they hold on to you as well. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, so 20 euros now, right? And you're like, for a bracelet? And they're like, 
yeah, 20 euros as they like grip onto your wrist even harder. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm giving, but it's this whole, guess like, I'm giving this guy 20 euros now. Like, right? It's not just one poor guy living in a shack in Rome. It's literally a, a fucking whole, this the whole warehouse is full of these bracelets and they training days for these yeah. people that they bring in. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is how you scam people and they could go and do the exam and get their certificate for scamming. And do you know what I mean? There's a whole, or they got hate, they probably got healthcare. You know, they're probably quite well looked after. You know, when they get old and they can't scam anymore, they go into a different scam. Like, I don't know, the one where you sit on the floor and pretend you don't have a leg or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like the whole the whole scam, the whole scam train the whole is scam. running. And, it, yeah. and it's all it's a whole thing, right? So I am on the lookout. I, I, I just, I see, I, I think I've had such a jaded gaze that I see everything through this eye of suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot see like a starving man on the on the pavement without thinking, which network is this starving man part of? You know, and who's oh where, where's the big fat mafia guy coming along to take his cut <clears throat> behind you the scenes? It's, it's you know? like John Wick. Is that what you think it's like, where uh, Lawrence Fishburne controls all the homeless people? I got God knows. Uh, I don't know if it's that thought out, but I'm a little. I'm just a little bit like you know. I'm just a, sometimes a little bit. S- Sus of these things that they're selling, which looks suspiciously like Chinese tat that you can buy on Alibaba for, you know, one dollar for fifty or whatever. Do you know what I mean like wholesale? Partly because half the stuff on Amazon is that, you know, like, yeah. you, know you look on Amazon for anything. It's, we've chatted about this before, but you know, we're being scammed in plain sight. So why can't we be scammed behind the scenes? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, so another interesting piece of news they are making expendables four i noticed this oh, uh, this, is this after guys? last week's marathon <laughs> conversation about jcvd himself yes um so having cast all of his famous action pals <laughs> yeah. uh sliced stallone is getting or not, apparently he's getting the flax this guy hasn't well hasn't been in anything worth watching his entire career they're adding um uh, what's his name? Tony Jaa from Ong Back and some of the other martial arts movies that you might have. You might you probably you probably know what he looks like. Um, he's old now, right. and therefore he's joining the, the cast of old men. He's in now the become expendable himself. Yeah. he's reached that the, ripe it, old age. To me, the, the Expendables is like those Clint Eastwood movies where he gets to be mean to black people, right. and that's his what? whole character. That's his whole Grand character. Torino, right? Right. His, this this Wait, is wasn't literally... Grand Torino um, <laughs> like a? Well, oh, maybe I haven't seen it actually. Do you know what? I haven't. I know that. That that Clint Eastwood movies are allegedly pretty good, but I can't. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen like the Million Dollar Baby or Gran Torino. Right, or... Gran, Gran Torino is every old white man's fantasy, every old racist white man's fantasy. Who wants to go out there and stop those goddamn colored folks from mussing up the neighborhood? That's pretty much the wow. fucking plot of the movie. Right. Go ahead and watch it. I think I'll but pass now based this, on that oh, review. But don't worry, he's he's friends with some Latinos, so he's cool. Or I, I think they might have been Asian, actually. I can't, I, I've only watched the movie once. Yeah, I, I, Either way, I think he was some, in, there's yeah, some... he was in the Korean War, right? Yeah, so I think right. I remember something about the Korean War in there as so well. So go ahead and watch it, and you tell me. And this is, I know for a fact that Clint Eastwood is incredibly Republican, like entrenched. He did that awful thing where he appeared on stage with an empty chair, which was super embarrassing. The dude is like literally appealing to that gruff old concealed carry Republican white American old dude. That's his whole fucking fantasy. He loves it. He loves it. So if you want that experience, go watch a Clint Eastwood movie. Go for it. Go ahead. Make his day is what. uh, So how is this like The Expendables 4? So The Expendables 
is the fantasy for these old action stars that they could fight a load of much younger men who were much fitter than them and still kick their ass because grr, I'm Jason Statham or grr, I'm Dolph Lundgren and I'm 70 fucking 8 I'm Eric Roberts and I'm 104 I'm Steve Austin and I'm 307 years old but I, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve it's just fantasy it's just old man fantasy and I wish people wouldn't fucking whack off to it yeah well I, I guess also find something else to whack off to have, for Christ's we sake we like what watching it's a thing that people have it's just you you just have this you like watching the same thing but different and people have been watching Dolph Lundgren Jason Statham Wesley Snipes Mel Gibson Harrison Ford punch younger men in the face for the last 30 years and, and we like it why God would that it. change why would they no longer be capable of doing that because they're fucking old because they're fucking <laughs> old let's get some new youngsters in yeah, here I haven't watched an action film in in forever like i don't i'm not i'm not um i don't i don't seek them out i didn't even know like what i guess john wick is is like probably the 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 new big sort of action franchise and and i guess superhero stuff like the like marvel marvel universe or whatever right you know like die hard like i used to like die hard and uh and like whatever predator commando like all like the like you know the big 80s action movies like when i was a kid i thought they were awesome but like as an adult i i don't think i watch any action movies like i can't remember the last time i saw one i, f- I feel um, like I would never like seek them out like if there's one coming out in the like i'm not going to see the expendables i haven't seen any of the expendables like um okay. i just I, I just i feel like i, I do you, do you want us to stop talking about it no no i'm just like because I, okay. I, 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 we were literally <laughs> about to start talking about it and you jumped in to tell us no all. it's just hold on a well, sec like, it's just i don't watch any of these no, just because no, lewis is saying no, no, um, we, we could we could save it we don't want spoil it just spoiler sip so you can no yeah, it's yeah, fine we're not going to it's just because Lewis was saying that people just watch what they're used to and what they want to watch and stuff. But like, but I'm just saying that's not me. Like I, like I did used to like it, but I, I, I wouldn't seek it out now. I wouldn't watch it now. Like I don't find any comfort in watching it or or any like interest in watching it or whatever. I'm, I'm not saying I'm better than anyone or or whatever. I'm just saying I just, I just don't watch that stuff. You know, like I just wouldn't, wouldn't no. want to watch it. Well, like, but that's the thing. Maybe you don't know you're watching it because think about this, right? James Bond, elderly man. Man beating up young men. Well, I don't right? want, you don't even watch those, though. That's the thing. They like, replace James Bond when he gets too old. If it was still Connery up until the end, or yeah. or whatever, I'd understand if they were. <laughs> they like, gotta get Roger out. Moore back, just like one, like for one more, right? He's still alive, isn't he? Or did he die? No, he's dead as well, didn't he? He's fucking dead too. Shit. What about that yeah, one on Her Majesty's dead. Secret Service? He was pretty young. Like he's probably still around. Get him in for his second oh, ever. Timothy Dalton. One. No, not Timothy Dalton. Is he was the he was the only Bond that was. Uh, um, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he did one film. He did one film, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Why can't I have George Lazenby? Yeah. That's, I'm that's, pretty that's sure he's dead. He's not, man. I mean, the oh, only no, picture on Wikipedia is black and white. He's alive. He's 82. Okay. There get you go. In, get him in. Get, get him in get for a second one. In there. Get him in for a second one. Why haven't they asked him into the Expendables? He could be like the British retired Secret <laughs> yeah. Service agent they bring in. Fuck, that would be great. Someone gets Sylvester Stone on the line. We'll he, was in a film in, he, he was in a film in 2021. There you go. How about well, that? Well, yeah, they, they keep going, these guys, till they fucking ca- Well, I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme's set to be in a movie in 2022 so i mean he's already way better than uh, that guy who was only bond once i do want to point um, out that george lazenby has has some gaps in his career yeah one of them <laughs> 23 2003 a well well named movie winter break 
That winter break lasted uh, uh, 11 years. Yeah, wait, maybe he was doing time. You never know, right? <laughs> doing time. And maybe he got he was doing some up. hard time with the family. Yeah, maybe That's what he just like, it. you know, doing time. He surfaced, he surfaced in, in that film and the feds caught up with him. You know, he was on a, they, he was a fugitive and they, they caught up with him and then he had to serve his time. You know, he did the crime, served the time. He was on, mm. he was on an episode of Celebrity Squares. Aye. That's interesting. Which is the, the night in 1975. Yeah. It's a British comedy game show based on Hollywood Squares. Right. Wow. Fascinating. Interesting. Hosted by Bob Monkhouse, also dead. Why don't they get Bob Monkhouse on the Expendables, eh? Any Bob Monkhouse fans He's out dead. there? He's dead. He's dead, yeah. Well, that doesn't stop any of the rest of them appearing on the film. Wait, who's who's dead that appears in the film? The entire cast. That's what you don't know. They're not dead, though. They're all they're all CGI, dude. No, Every single on, one of them. What are you yeah. talking about? It's all cold from previous it's films. That, uh, the Expendables, they can keep making them. Five, Dolph six, Lundgren seven, eight, you know, hundreds of years from now, they'll be making yeah. the Expendables Why do you 10. think Dolph Lundgren has one li- one recurring line in the Expendables series? I must break you. That's it. That's all uh, he says. Is that, what, Every it, single that his line it. from uh, Rocky whatever? Rocky 4. four yeah. They yeah. just copy-pasted it from the previous I movie. Break you. I must break you. And that's all he <laughs> so, says in the Expendables series. Hey, hey, Dolph, <laughs> do you want a drink? I must break you. Why does he always just say that? He's always standing with the same angle, same line. He's got to say it with a different tone to convey urgency for the things that he wants and needs done. He's like Groot. He's essentially Groot. I must break you! Oh, I think he needs to go to the Dolph Lung Groot. Maybe he's breaking open one of those bottles that has to, you know, the snap neck thing, you know? Yeah, they they carefully work it in so that I must break you is contextually appropriate Appropriate. for everything he's going to do. He's got a Kit Kat. Dolph, you're going to eat that Kit Kat? I must must break break you. you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. Ah, oh, fuck, my balls and uh, groin area are so itchy and uh, and unkempt. What should I do? Well, I got a solution for you, Chris. Grab yourself a Manscaped ball sculptor and go to town. Like someone who's just been released from prison and has realized that their hairy ballsack is no longer welcome in polite society. Get trimming, get sculpting, get scaping with... Manscaped. There is the performance package 4.0. You can go to manscaped.com slash Triforce to get 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com slash Triforce. Boom. They throw two free gifts into their performance package 4.0. Some boxes, a a little travel bag. Uh, It comes with some nice pants. You can pick your size. Nice. And it's got, it's safe. I use it and I've never cut myself. Oh, good. Uh, I trim my ears. You never slit your balls before by accident? Uh, I haven't. not, we're not using the lawnmower 4.0. No ball slits. I've not, I've not cut my ball sack open like those inferior brands. Don't just, you know, s- slice and dice down there like you're chopping uh, a cucumber. I used to use a cheese grater, and now, <laughs> thanks to Manscaped's products, I will no longer grate my balls. Don't, 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 don't get blood all over your towels for God's sake. I used to use a chemical solution on my balls. <laughs> I used to use fire. Da, 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 man's oldest foe. I nared my balls. <laughs> well, you could save your balls from these terrible threats with Manscaped's patented solution. Uh, Manscaped.com slash Triforce. 20% off plus free shipping. Thank you. I nared my asshole. Right. Uh, that, that, is, that is enough of that. <laughs> Come on, leave that in. Leave Just, that in. So the Expendables are... So Dolph Lundgren is an Expendable, even though I wouldn't say that he was like a staple of uh, 80s action, really. Like, he was in a couple he was of... In, he was in a Rocky movie with Stallone. Yeah, yeah and wasn't he the bad guy enough. in a Seagal movie as well? But Seagal isn't an Expendable, right? Because I think... Um, 
because I well Mel because well, he's obviously a tool. Sides, Sylvester doesn't like him. Yeah, and know? neither does Jean Claude Van Damme because of the be ass kicking. With, uh, you have to be mates with Sylvester Stallone <laughs> to get into these movies. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so if you're a good friend with Sylvester Stallone and you were somewhat um, and you are over seventy, you were somewhat um, of a big deal in the eighties doing action. Then movies. you're in. Yeah. So Bruce Willis is is in it. Uh, Arnold oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. is in it. Who else? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. He was in the last right, one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was only in the Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, I guess he was in Mad Max as well, right? But well, it's, and Mad and Max Brave wasn't. Heart and The Patriot. Oh yeah, and He yeah. did quite a few. Those were ni- more '90s movies, though, right? Yeah, but th- that's the point, isn't it? Is that these were old movies? Yeah. With old men beating up young men. That's the whole point. Apparently, Fifty Cent's oh, gonna so, be. Yeah. In this one, Fifty Cent's gonna is. Is it an expendable now? Yeah, and Megan Fox as well is going to be Megan Fox. So, yeah. and I guess she was in, what, Transformers? The Transformers movies? She's 35 now, so by Hollywood standards, she's she 35. is expendable. Yeah, oh, she's right. now expendable. She is she's expendable. She's and, and, and she's still within uh, she's still within kissing range of these 80-year-old guys <laughs> exactly as well, right? right. They want to have a good 30-year buffer between the people <laughs> that they're making out with. Yeah. <laughs> the 30-year cushion. 30 yeah, they to 40-year cushion. They don't want to be kissing James Judy Dench or anyone, <laughs> any old woman, exactly. any wrinkly old. They don't want, yeah, they don't want to kiss their grandma. I mean, these guys, these guys can still pull. They want to date twenty-year-olds and twenty-five-year-olds, or at a push, I guess, reluctantly, thirty-five-year-old Megan Fox, even though she's getting getting a little bit old now. Like, uh, Thirty-five, jeez, I don't know. Sell by date, you know, Sly, no you spring sure chicken you anymore. Thirty-five, man, oh man. I wonder. I wonder if if uh, if women actually find uh, eighty year olds uh, attractive, like, uh, or is it just like based on their 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 stature or whatever? I think right? it's to do like with money, money and I, and and well, perceived power I, and stuff I like think that. There's like, I think there's like sometimes you hear about these very small percentage of women who actually do prefer. Uh, older gentleman. Believe me, I've been looking for him for a long time. Man, men are so fucking basic in that uh, sense, though, right? You never, like, it's really rare that you would see a young guy dating, an like, a really old, like, an 80-year-old woman, it's for rare. example. For it's super money. rare. Yeah, and then if it, it does rarely. happen, it's uh, considered uh, highly creepy as well, right? But that you know said, okay, you know, a lot of women would probably date Jeff Goldblum, and he's getting on. You know, yeah. yeah. He only had a baby relatively recently. He's sixty-eight, and he had, oh. a, I think he, had a, he had a baby five years ago. He's one yeah. year off. He nice. is also just dare I say away. it, a very wealthy and famous man. I think I it's know. Hard. He is, like, yeah. I, what I want to see is a, a not wealthy man who's seventy. Just your average pensioner with a, a twenty-three-year-old model yeah, as a girlfriend. Yeah, get fucking then, Captain Tom with yeah, like get to uh, Captain you Tom know? with <laughs> Megan Fox. I then, know, now poor guy talking. passed away, but geez, let's yeah. get Captain Tom some some ass, you know, some punani. <laughs> I was reading you know? an article about sugar daddying or sugaring and how popular that is nowadays. And you can you'll find articles about where, this. I don't where would I just so I don't see it. I can't remember I where go. I read it. I can't remember where I read okay. it. But it, either way, it might have been on The Guardian, but it was an interview with a whole bunch of these young women, a lot of them students or just, you know, they've just graduated or, or whatever. Yeah. And um do you remember, I th- I think we talked about this previously about, maybe we considered it too spicy for uh, Triforce, I can't remember. But it's, a, it's about um, Instagram women, models if you like, that you'll see sometimes on Instagram. And they're posting pictures in their gaming chair, then they're in their living room, and then suddenly they're on a fabulous beach somewhere on a yacht. Yeah. And it's like, huh, 
and they don't mention owning a yacht. And the deal is that men, wealthy men can hire women as a sort of sugar daddy thing. There are very popular websites where this is a thing. You go ahead and look this up if you don't believe me, I'm telling you. You go and look it up and basically you can advertise yourself as, um, you know, I think they're called kittens or something. I can't remember what they call themselves, but basically the baby, I think it's the baby is, is the, the woman's role. And the man is the sugar daddy. And you say, I'm the sugar daddy, here's all my money. This is what I can offer you. And they say, cool, my rate is X. You go out there. I, I know people who've done this. I know both sides, uh, the, the daddy and the, the baby or whatever they, they call the, the woman. And they basically pay them 10, 20, 30 grand a week. Sex is a part of the deal, certain number of times, blah, blah, blah. And you get to take a hot young woman away on holiday with you and have sex with her. And she, in return, gets a load of money and posts pictures on Instagram. It's just prostitution, isn't it, really? It, it is I mean, essentially, it's not... yes, it's sex work. Of course it's sex work. But these women have absolutely no respect for these men, very understandably, and they say they're disgusting, they're very stupid and simple, and it's an easy way to make money. Why wouldn't I do this? And I say, fucking I go see. for it. Yeah, absolutely. If you can take yeah, thousands if, and thousands so and thousands of pounds. So they're taking advantage of the old... It's clever that they think they're the ones taking advantage of these old men. They are. You know? Well, yeah, it's... I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's such a weird to one. It's Why wouldn't a... you do that? We don't have that option as men. I, I, I honestly don't think women would be that fucking stupid to just think, oh, I'll hire this beautiful girl. And that, But that's what they do. And I mean, I've, I've seen this happen where these guys think, oh, this is a relationship now. And yeah, she's my girlfriend. And then her mind, you know, I'm not your fucking girlfriend. You're just paying me a load of money to sit here and occasionally suck your dick. I mean, that you know, some marriages are built off that. Jerry Hall and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the Rupert Murdoch. You telling me that's love? Fuck off. I bet she gets paid a big load of money and she has to suck his dick once a week, job done. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's, that, that's maybe the he just makes him, Maybe he just makes him watch the news with her. It's like, this is my news. Jerry, you know, <laughs> you're not going to bloody cheat on me. And I want once a week, I want the pipes cleaned. You know what I'm saying, sweetheart? Yeah, same arrangement with Mick. Fine. <laughs> It's weird though. You never see like uh, you you never see like an like an eighty five year old um woman walking down the street with like some young hot Asian man. You know what I mean? But like (laughs) on the flip side, like more and more now. You would if they were if 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 we were living in a matriarchy though, in the other way round. Maybe men didn't run all the companies and they do have such power. You know. I mean, the CEO, female CEOs still only make up like a small percent, you know, but yeah, I think it'll no, turn absolutely. around. I think, I think we'd see it a lot more if, you know, there were more, you know, fair and more equality in our society. What I'm saying is date old women, you know, basically go for it. You know, they need it. We need to level the playing field. If you're a young man and you're not and you're thinking, damn, I'm lonely, just date up. You know, there's loads of old old ladies who are <laughs> old farts, you were going to say. Old farts. <laughs> old loads farts. of single old farts out there. Old you. you can't call an older lady an old fart, though, right? I know. No, and I, did a term I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, though. He was going to. I, I thought it, and I almost said it. You were going to call it. an old lady an old fart? That's kind of rude, That's actually. my mum you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah, call old men old farts. Why not? It's a fart. Well, it's fine. I think it's fine to call an old man an old fart, though. Anyway, I think oh, one of the issues God. would be, dare I say it, uh, when it comes to having sex with someone for money, forgive me for saying this, but when it comes down to the, the simple mechanics of it, that young dude's still got to get a boner to fuck a granny. That's got to be tough. There's over-the-counter medication for that. <laughs> there though, is. Say, How yeah, long yeah, can yeah, you live yeah. that life? Yeah, you'd, yeah. Be, you'd be waking up at three in the morning with a boner still. Just going, what am I doing? And there's this old lady sleeping next to you. <laughs> Like that, her teeth in a glass next to the bed. Yeah. And you just got a pocket full of pills and a boner. Like, you know, that's not a life. I yeah, think but at you're that looking point... on your phone at all your money in your bank account. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't care. Don't you take advantage of that old biddy. 
if you had to sleep with an old woman or an old man though um i would take an uh, like i would say an old woman i'd take an old woman any (laughs) day of the week i think old old men are fucking gross man like oh you always i see what you're saying well but some old men are the whole regardless i would take an old daddy you probably have to go through like a a certification training in like a scammy warehouse somewhere do you know what i mean and actually (laughs) you know make sure you i don't know go to the dentist and get your hair done and whatever do you know what i mean like these old men like they're not Toby Jug hoarding weirdos in a creepy <laughs> basement. Jug. You know, it was all dingy. They're all rich and fucking the sugar daddy. You have to have a certain qualification. You have to show you've got like, I don't know, a, a Chevrolet or whatever, you know. A, yeah, a one of those fancy cars car. like a Chevrolet. <laughs> I don't know. An old one. A fancy looking old um, open one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. The old men aren't driving Lambos. Yes, they're driving classic. They no, they're turning up in one of those uh, Morris Miners just to, uh, with the open top. Oh, you you're know. talking about actual old men? Well, or are you talking about sugar daddy old men? Because if you go on a daddies. sugar daddy website and you advertise yourself as a sugar daddy and you're driving a Morris Miner, good fucking luck. Good Man. fucking luck getting a hookup, buddy. I'm telling you what, you better be very dashing or incredibly wealthy and just eccentric. Boy, yeah, but doesn't you don't? Yeah, exactly. You just don't have to. Here's what I've got for all the sugar babies out there who want a sugar daddy. I've got uh, my Morris Miner here. Here's my bungalow. It's. Uh, it's this it's part of the world that we live in, honestly. It's only about half an hour from the sea. It's very, very nice. Um, as you can see in the front garden, it's got a bit of grass and old water in it. I do have a very small boat. Uh, I used to use it when I was a much younger man. I haven't used it in about 30 years. You can see it decaying in the front garden here. Um, much I, like I'm a me. widower and I'm looking to get... I'm looking to party. Let's go. I've seen... Uh, I saw this this <laughs> screenshot of a, of, a, of a text conversation on a phone, uh, like, oh. like relating to tinder and it was this this i think i guess this girl said like oh um i woke up this morning and this was on my phone and it was a guy a guy texting her but basically just having this really weird conversation with himself because she was asleep and not responding but the, so the whole thing was just like hey how you doing like oh uh you know what's new like it starts off like pretty pretty innocent like right. oh, what are you doing on here sort of thing and then it's like uh He's like, oh, it'd be great to get together uh, sometime and, like, you know, I could just, like, eat you out or whatever. But, like, you don't have to do anything in return. It's cool. It's fine. Like, you know, I'll just, just eat you out. <laughs> like, it progresses to, like, you know, even if another guy just, like, finished in you or whatever, I would just eat you what? out right after. No oh problem. God. Like, if you want to, just let me know. It's just like, what? Fuck. He's just working himself into it. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's your friend, oh, man. Like, I don't, it's like a very specific thing, but that's like sexting yourself. Oh, you it's, know what I mean? it's so fucking <laughs> odd, man. Like, I just don't, I, I, I can't ever imagine having that conversation. And like, it's just so weird to see it out in the I, world, you it know? Is. Like, Somebody, somebody woke up and checked their phone, and all that was on it. Like, come on, this is fucking crazy. Do you, but do you think, do you, do you think part of the fantasy for these men is that they're sending this fantasy directly to the woman? Exactly. You, which must Man, be what gets I don't them know off. It's like what it's it like is. flashing almost. It's flashing. Yeah. Text. It's like sending I, I a don't dick pic. Get it? I just don't understand. Like, but do you well, think in the back of their mind? Do you hmm. think in the back of their mind they're thinking? 
she might go for it. Like they, they're, they're honestly, I think part of the fantasy is that you're essentially, like I said, it is digital flashing without like dick pics are basically that. Yeah. But I think also this is like sending someone a, 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 a sexy text and it might very heavy air quotes there around sexy. Okay. Um, it is, you know, they're getting off while writing that, but there must be a little part they're of their tiny the egg brain that's saying, yeah. there's a chance, even if it's only 0.001%. There's, 0 .001%. there's a chance. If I said this to 100 people, maybe I'll get a good response. I you bet know. they hate getting spam without realizing that they are themselves walking spam, spam in every way. Well, people they look are like spam and they send spam. Most people, as you know, go through life, and us included, just thinking they're the center of the universe and they're the only person in the world and right. other people don't matter. And certainly on the internet, you know, when you have sort of a feeling of anonymity. Yeah, good effort. I can handle that word. Uh, <laughs> uh, you... You you just do whatever you know. You just go for it, and people you don't think about the consequences of the people you've disgusted. Um, waking up to your gross, wrinkly old man dick Ugh. and a picture of your Morris Minor. Um, That's what I call my <laughs> wrinkly old man dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, jeez! I just I, I get the 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 thing that's craziest to me is the 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 ego of men right especially like when they're when they're old or even even approaching old age or whatever like um how the like where do you fucking get off thinking that that a young person like finds you attractive or or anything right if you're like 75 years old like how the fuck does that work in your mind like I, I don't I don't know how they formulate this. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, I'm 41 and I'm sure nobody pays any attention to me. Like, uh, you know, like I'm not even as old as them. Uh, like I, I when I'm when I'm their age, I'm just going to like grumpily kick a can down the, the road knowing <laughs> that nobody gives a fuck about me. You know, yeah. like I, how have they gotten to the point where they think that they're still like, you know, John Travolta Saturday night, like uh, fever, you know, with the fucking their shirt unbuttoned and stuff. Nobody's we've fucking... Answered, we've answered this question on this podcast. Have we? Think back. I'm thinking. We spoke about in Hollywood, it's always a big old age gap between the man and the woman. Oh, sure, I know, so but... So I think that that gets implanted. What I mean is just your everyday, right, everyday right, but person, that's the point, right? Is you're saying, where does that come from? I think that fantasy is born out for Oh, it's a films. fantasy, I see, And I it's see, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah that you... could be me. Oh shit. So you're saying that because the age standard age gap that we see in Hollywood is about 30 years. Right. Sips, you need to be 10 years older, yeah. right? Because right. otherwise, if you currently tried to date some hot young thing, they'd be 10, you know? <laughs> oh so you have God. to wait have to wait 10 years, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's weird, the hot it's weird young now. Thing. <laughs> you're not old enough <laughs> to weird. be an old man. You think you're an old man. You're no, not. I don't think, I, I don't think I'm an old oh, an old man. I'm, I'm saying that like uh, I'm realistically preparing to be an old man right. already. With, with realism and, yeah. and common sense as part of that but maybe when we're old men we'll think the same way i don't think we will but it has been the case in movies well, and, and stuff that these older well, men if are hollywood always teaches younger you women. that it's okay you know then that's unfortunately what people that's how people behave and that's yeah. how we get into so much trouble with these celebrities just do, doing stupid stuff because they think it's all right models, you know they get they think like yeah and so i think you have to it's, it's like most it's like people fighting people in court or something or doing these things with, or feeling like feeling like they're somehow justified because they've seen it on the telly and they feel like that's how they're supposed to behave um you know and then they end up get arrested it, you know for 
for trying to fight the person who's being, you know, sentenced in court or whatever. And they end up doing doing prison. And they're like, what's going on? He's the guy who killed my mom or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, well, you saw it on telly. You thought it was okay to get all crazy. And it's not, you know. I think that, you know, that we, we, we're constantly unaware of the lessons that we're learning from TV and yeah. they're sometimes very naive. Mm. I watched um just before we uh we move on to other news and talking about um you know TV and lessons learned on TV and stuff. I watched um I watched some old footage from 1969 of Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh. Legend. Um, speaking to um, the the U.S. Uh, oh yeah, that's Senate. such a good clip. Yeah, trying to uh, trying to save uh, PBS, a uh, public broadcasting uh, system, from his local area, which which was where his show was was aired. But like, I mean, they made some money off other networks picking up the show and uh, broadcasting it as well. But he did this sort of like it was a passionate speech, but I think he was just a very passionate guy around yeah. the things that he believed in and stuff anyway and uh you know he was saying that he was worried that you know kids were watching and uh, and and getting uh things from tv that were not 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 good and not meant for them you know they were seeing gunfights on tv they were seeing you know drama like yeah. aggressive drama and stuff like that and he's he was sort of making the point that his show can provide drama but like you know where you know children can realize that they have feelings and then um, use those feelings to then turn into like you know the men and women of the future and stuff. Right. And the, yeah, the, the start of his speech, basically, you could tell that this this senator that was listening to him was just like, this guy seems like a chump. I'm just gonna right. just gonna drag him over the hot coals here. I'm just gonna let him have his two minutes and then dismantle him. Went from that to then becoming like a, a firm yeah, convert, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you twenty million bucks for the <laughs> yeah, network." Yeah, yeah, it was so it was it's, really it's fucking good, man. He did like a full one eighty. Like yeah. you, you can't believe it's real. Yeah, yeah, and but apparently the uh, an interesting thing about this clip is that it goes viral every once in a while, and more recently it's gone viral twice when Mitt Romney tried to um to uh, take away funding from from PBS and there was a big backlash and uh and then beyond him as well uh Trump tried to do the same thing and uh and there was a big backlash once again as well and that clip goes viral every time it happens because um some people just remember how important it is for yeah. shows like Mr. Rogers to still yeah. be a thing and to be broadcasted. And listen, and you don't you don't fuck with you don't fuck with Mr. Rogers. You don't fuck you with You cannot fuck it. with Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers I, I also um and I, I hope that this isn't one of those things that you say that uh, age is like like milk eventually or whatever, but he's one of the only people I can think of that had a, a full career to do with uh, child, uh, child's like uh, children's mental health, children's well-being. Uh, you know, made shows for children uh, that didn't wasn't mired in any sort of controversy yeah. whatsoever. You know, he yeah, they never he, found like a Fritzel dungeon. No, they never yeah. found a dungeon or some weird <laughs> allegations or anything. He right. was always, as far as anybody could guy. tell, just a good person uh, with like a you know very and genuine. It's incredibly sad that soul, we have to yeah. mention that now because it seems like you know yeah. Well, you so many so many people that you know like my parents will have remembered from being a kid, or even we would remember from being a kid who have then turned out to just be. Um, 
total total creeps. Well, this is an exact example, though, of our perception from what we get in media and TV that anyone who's a man who works with children is somehow a creep um, because that's just how it is, right? Whereas actually 99.99% of male teachers are not creeps, um, I'm sure. And as a result, it's like... We, but we get we get this delusion. It's like why plane crashes are much more scary. You know, lots of people won't take planes because they're scared of them crashing. Whereas actually, it's an exciting event. But a travel is the safest way to travel. Yeah. Um, and so we get this this false sense of of reality from Hollywood. Um, and it's it's dangerous to 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 fall into the trap. And also, we should be aware of it. And so that's why maybe bloody we need to sue the Queen's Gambit. And make sure they're paying attention to what they're doing. Uh, good on you, and good for you. You done. You did that really well. What a loop! I know. That, we were working up to this moment the whole That's podcast. You loop, didn't realise yeah. it. The whole yeah. thing yeah. is mapped out. Now your carefully. mind has exploded into millions. We of need little... to hold them to c- account, especially now Netflix have bought all of Roald Dahl's books, which are <laughs> yeah, mental. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, by the way, yeah, they bought the whole, so, the whole. It'll shebang. be interesting to see what they do with that. Anyway, that is that is this week. Thank you for listening, everyone. It's been wonderful to have you joining us and we will see you all next week be safe love one yeah. another be good to each other all right goodbye goodbye, goodbye. Bye.